Whether it's bad planning, bad luck, bad timing, or bad inventions, well-intentioned bad decisions have plagued history for thousands of years. Welcome to Historic Hindsight. Hello and welcome to another episode of Historic Hindsight. I'm John, that's Tom, and today we're going to talk to you about Rumpelmints. Rumpelmints, Rumpelstiltskins, well-hung Russians, or yeah, it's, it's Rasputin, but yeah, oh. close enough, Rumpelskins. Uh, but... No. All right. Well. So. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. R- Rasputin. Rasputin. If if you know, okay. you might have recognized the name from that from that tickety talk song, the Ra Ra Rasputin, lover of the Russian queen. He was a cat who was really far gone. And if you listen to the whole song lyrics, it actually just. I mean, you just watch the song and you don't even have to listen to this episode because it oh. pretty much covers everything. <laughs> well, hold, hold up. Let me go give it a listen real quick, and I'll save myself about an hour here. This is great. Uh, also, if you're not really familiar with him, he is the uh, the second coming of Christ or the Antichrist, oh, depending on your what? perspective here in Russia. Wait, hold up. You can't be both. Uh, well, it, it depends on who you who you ask. Some people would say he was the second coming. Other people would say he's the Antichrist. So that seems. It seems like there shouldn't be such a, a fine line between those two things. It should be like he's a second coming, or maybe he's just a really good dude, not. It's either the second coming or he's the Antichrist. He's it shouldn't be, yeah. that. Should, should be that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's that. He's also a Russian mystic healer who would ultimately befriend the Romanov family, if you're not familiar with them. They're the, the Tsarist family, the last Tsarist family, and be pretty much responsible for the fall of the Romanov Empire. So, way to go. Well done there. Rasputin. <laughs> uh, also, we're uh, spending a lot of time on mystics lately. Was this just a, yeah, just was, a happy he, coincidence? Thing of the times? Yeah, or, just a happy uh, coincidence, I think, that we were... So when when was uh, Rasputin? When? Well, all right. Well, we'll go with his early life. He was born on January 21st, 1869. His uh, name was Grigory Rasputin, but everybody just called him Rasputin. And he was born in lovely Siberia uh, along the Chura River as a peasant. So Ooh, a Churro River. Yeah, the Churro no. River. Churro, churro. Nobody's a peasant when you got Churro Rivers rolling through town. <laughs> churro, I think if they get a Churros, then yeah, the delicious yeah. Mexican dessert. A little different. A little different. No, if you're not what? familiar oh. with Siberia, that's the place in Russia where they send all the baddies. Like if you committed a crime, you go to mm-hmm. Siberia for punishment. If you're getting exiled from like the empire's family, you get sent to Siberia for punishment. Okay, so Siberia is to Russia as Australia is to England. Yes, exactly, exactly. So the people, you know, he's not exactly growing up with, like, the best, most friendliest people around him. A rough upbringing, some might argue. Yes. uh, A few records exist from his early life, but his father was named Yefen, and he was born a poor farmer. He was the youngest of eight children, although he is the only one that's going to survive past infancy. So, Oh, well done there. Well, yeah, you know, so right away, his parents are like, he's one of of eight that survived? Miracle baby. So, you know. Also, here's the thing. Could you imagine eight times having to bury a baby having a child and having it die before what a year a year yeah essentially yeah, yeah. well I, so there was story. a few miscarriages a few de- deaths at like stillborns and then uh, and then a couple that died like you know before their first or second birthday yep 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 and, and, and real quick again uh if you have complications with your pregnancy i feel for you it's awful it's terrible uh but your baby is not the second coming of Christ, much like in our brother 12 episode where they thought they were going to have uh, the second coming of whoever. And then it was miscarried. Yeah. Uh, I uh, have a religious, yeah. religious, like, I don't know, being in you. It's probably It'll not going to be, be miscarried. Fine. Yeah, it's probably going to be fine. Well, that's why he survived, assume. Johnny, because he survived and all the other ones didn't because he is the second coming. There you go. Now, uh, it sounds like he's the eighth. He's well, yeah. <laughs> From an early age, it was said that he could heal horses by touching them. Uh, he attributed this uh, as, uh, as you know, people attributed this as him being the second coming of Christ. He also had this ability to uh, to predict what the neighbors were were thinking or what was going on in their private life without like things that he shouldn't know. Like, well, 
Timmy over there is cheating on his wife. And he would go and be like, hey, uh, your husband's cheating on you. And they'd be like, oh, my God, how could this child possibly know any of this information? He must be a psychic. Or, you know, he just went to the bar or, and listened to a speech around town. Yeah, or, yeah, homeboy just skulked around outside people's homes listening to them because he was a creepy little kid. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go with that one. Uh, he also claimed that... Or the second coming. It's, it's second, one or the yeah, other. It's one or the other. Uh, he also claimed that he saw angels and demons and could predict, you know, like I said, predict the future. Um, so, uh, mm-hmm. again, like, like with the, uh, like with the brother, brother 12, um, if you have a child that yeah. is claiming yeah, that they're seeing angels or demons, maybe, maybe take them to the hospital to get evaluated. Cause... Or, or even just a doctor or a priest or an exorcist. <laughs> Somebody. Something. Um, as a young adult, he would get married to a, uh, a lady by the name of Praskovia. I'm going Praskovia. to Praskovia. Oh, wait, no, it's not Italian. It's Russian. Uh, yeah. Praskovia. Praskovia. Uh, in 1887, he would have ultimately seven kids, although only three of those kids would survive to adulthood. So apparently in Siberia, much it better is not odds. the time. To, yes, much better odds, but not, not the time to be having kids, I guess. Uh, which also, for the second coming of Christ, uh, maybe not great. Yeah. That four of your children die. Uh, before birth. Uh, he was a raging alcoholic, an abusive piece of shit, or, you know, the average father in any small town America. So uh, th- there's that. Um, he would be more anti. This is where he's getting the Antichrist thing more from from Second Coming. So at the, as a baby, he's like, oh, I can heal a horse. And then he went on from I can heal Which, a horse. Okay, I, are there are there story? Uh, does he ha- heal a horse? What it, is going the, on the, with the this? Rumor, is this just yeah, some the rumor, BS? Yeah, it's BS. But the rumors is that he could heal a horse by touching the horse. I, I don't but, know. But, but what? You don't know it started that. No, but 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 by heal a horse, he changed that to eventually stealing horses. So uh, oh, good, yeah, you know, right. Yeah. He get, get himself. It's just a couple of letters different. Yeah, really. He, when you think about it, <laughs> he get himself into trouble for stealing a horse, and then uh, you know, then the crime, you know, the law comes after you, and and this is back in the olden days where horse thieving was uh, was a uh, was a good. Uh, uh, hang, well, hang also, also keep in mind Russia. Yeah, it's also Russia. So, so today, I'm pretty sure you steal a horse, you get in you Russia. Killed in Russia, yeah. This is it's probably. In fact, I think I'm pretty much banned from ever going to Russia just because I said that. You, you probably we're probably already banned from Russia just from the name of Rasputin. But anyways. Uh, he would seek sanctuary at his local Christian monastery after stealing a horse, and the big angry mob comes after him. So he's like, "Ah, uh, sanctuary, sanctuary!" Wait, how many people were mad about the horse? I, I don't know. This is just this. Is, uh, oh, I'm going to preface right. this with there is an ass ton of speculation with Rasputin because you know it's so this is all just stories. Russia all and right. Siberia in 1869. So you know, uh, all right, well, tell tell me all these take, tales. Take about take Rasp- everything with a little bit of a grain of salt. Rasputin. Stiltskin. Raspel Stiltskin. Uh, so he would go into this monastery. He would learn the good book. He would become a, a dutiful Christian at this point. And, uh, and great, yeah, great. And he decides, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna spread the word out into Siberia because there's nothing that the yes. Siberians need. You know, not food, nope. not warmth, not clothing. Mm-hmm. They need they need the good book. God. So he goes off, becoming a wandering priest, you know, preaching the good book off, you know, all over, and he's gonna. Yeah, how does he survive as a wandering priest? Just on the kindness of others. The kindness of others. Yeah. How, how nice that. Um, well, he can just do whatever he wants and go take from the people who have very little to begin with. <laughs> uh, but the, he can uh, go ahead and be a burden on them in exchange for damning them to a life in hell, likely. Well, this is where it's going to get fun for you, Johnny, because see. Uh, in the late 1800s and early 1900s in, in Russia, there is a, a cult group mm-hmm. called the Christi or Klisti, sorry. Uh, they, uh, they are, okay. you know, a religious sect of Christianity, but they're not a religious sect of Christianity. They're just right. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. Are there non-religious sects of Christianity? I don't know. Cults? I mean, that you know. can't be a thing. I don't know. Anyways, uh, he befriended this cult, uh, and he would. Uh, they would like to do things like purging themselves of sin, Johnny. So what, can you guess what purging yourself of sin might entail? Uh, if I were to guess, I would say purging. Usually when you talk about purge, it's, it's eating really well. It's drinking a lot of water, a lot of cucumbers involved. I imagine they're doing a lot of that. Uh, maybe some prayer or meditation. Well, I would imagine. Um, no, there's a lot of beating themselves uh, bloody. Oh, uh, there's also a lot of 
autoerotic asphyxiation where they like to choke themselves so they're about ready to pass out and then and then but, release. But how in what no, hold on, hold on. What? Just 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 to say they would like to spin themselves around until they would get drunk from being dizzy, basically. So they're they're essentially cutting off the the oxygen to their brain to the point where they're getting high uh and then yeah. and then after all of this is done they like to uh, culminate their experience by having sex with whatever's next to them in mass mass orgies so they would have loved whippets <laughs> yeah, is what you're yeah, telling, I'm telling me. you yeah if they, they would have had some aerosol uh <laughs> like, cool whip cans they would have been <laughs> let's go everybody now now most of these uh most of these members were normal christians yeah who would have yeah yeah, yeah. who were just yeah. into autoerotic asphyxiation yeah. and, and and other they'd go to their church and then after <laughs> their church ceremonies were over they'd go have their little secret ceremonies where they <laughs> purge themselves of sin by having mass orgies. it sounds like they're sitting a whole lot during this purging themselves of sin are you not supposed to treat your body as a temple <laughs> well apparently what the hell kind of temple you go in and choke the life out of and and slap a bunch. Well, I mean, you're not gonna do anything to a temple that's made of bricks, but still, you know what I'm saying. Uh, they, uh, as being a wandering priest, a part of this Clisty group, he he also had the they had the, the 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 practice of not bathing for whatever reason. They thought bathing is a bad thing. Do not bathe. So uh, how? So so clean, cleanse the okay cleanse the soul through orgies and drugs. Uh, don't cleanse the body. Yeah, we don't want to cleanse the body. No, actual clean, so cleaning it. He uh, he never really took a bath. And if you ever look at pictures of Rasputin, yeah, you can kind of tell he's definitely that smelly kid in class. So, um, and yet he's oh, having orgies. The orgies. Just just let that oh. sit in for a second. There are oh. women. Think about a guy who oh. hasn't showered for a month, oh. and then who's had orgies like a lot of them, and then be like, you're the twentieth in line. To get to get that, I mean, and you want it because, like, he gets women all over the place. Like they they they're drawn to him ah. for some reason, and I don't. I, I mean, don't he it. apparently he had like pheromones that just off the charts. Uh, they should have made colognes uh, based on his pheromones because he had something going. Well, it is rumored that he had something going downstairs. If if you know no. what I mean. Yeah. yeah, no, you sent me a a, a text message that uh that, that picture. Yeah, we'll get there and, we'll get uh, there later, Johnny. You're jumping the gun again. <laughs> uh, uh, eventually his work would uh, would lead him back home where he would have Clisty meetings and orgies in his basement of his own house where his wife and children were. How you how you think you pull that off? They, Is it like they go to bed and then you got like a room into it? Or? I don't know because by all reports, his wife maintained faithful and obedient to him even when he became you know popular and went to St. Petersburg and would like abandon his family for years at a time. So uh, did she just know? Even, did she like was she aware? Even through all the orgies in the basement. I mean, she, she had, how do you not you got, know an orgy's I mean, going you know on in the basement? Right? Like, you have to. Well, even if not orgy, I mean something. There, there, it, yeah, there, there's if you're not allowed in, I'm guessing, or maybe she was. Maybe, maybe, she maybe, was hey, maybe and, she was a part and, of it. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, I don't and know. then he just, I, I mean, it sounds like she has some of that. Uh, what's that thing with uh, Beauty and the Beast? Uh, Stockholm syndrome. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, it could be that. Although I don't think she was kidnapped. I think by all accounts it was like. Well, a, no, but still, like you marry into it, and then, like that's people don't. Stuck. Yeah, yeah, you don't, people you don't, don't know. leave abusive um, relationships I'm, because they think they're. To be fair, I'm not entirely sure how old she was when they got married, but he was only 18. So I guess you know, think, oh, she think, think about eight. think about marrying somebody you were dating when you were like in high school. You know, nope. <laughs> and being stuck with that person, Johnny. Think not of, gonna do that. Think, think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do. I don't want to. Now these uh, these religious meetings, and this again, where some speculation does exist. These religious meetings were actually investigated multiple times by religious clergy in the community who found no evidence of Clisty activities. So they were allowed to participate. Basically. And so there's speculation <laughs> as to whether or not... Like, oh, wait, well, hold up. You want to try to catch us on something? Why don't you just come in and see how it is? So basically everything with Rasputin, we'll take care of you. you have to, like, there's contradicting stories. Everything with Rasputin has a contradicting story. So we pretty much believe that he was probably a member of the Clisty cult. 
Okay. But there is some evidence to suggest that maybe he wasn't because it was investigated and found no Clisty activities. But we do know he participated in orgies, so I'm guessing Clisty. Or maybe he just. I mean, it women. sounds to me like he just had like a PR guy out there being like, "No, no, 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 no. He's not in a cult. He's just got some game. He's got like, some. Game. He's just, he's just got it. You know, like I said earlier, when you got it, you got it. When you got it, you got it. He has it. Um, now, remember those uh, those visions he claimed about Johnny about you know right, yeah. angels yep. and demons and all that. Well, he's uh-huh. gonna have another Both. one. Yeah, he's gonna have another one where he sees the Virgin Mary and the Virgin Mary oh. tells him to go to Saint Petersburg to protect the Romanov family. So. We have a peasant who, granted, by this time has had a good reputation for being a mystic healer yeah. out in Siberia. Um, but how do you, you know, like, what, how on earth is some, like, imagine a peasant coming up to the, you know, the White House, you, knocking on the door and be like, hey, right. I'm a mystic healer, let me in. Hey, had a, hallucina- a hallucination. Uh, you ready for my work? You're We're drinking, good to go here, right? You're drinking a strong beer there, Johnny? You're already I'm, starting to... So, quick story. Uh, I had a reception before this. <laughs> so you're um, already good to go. <laughs> so, number three. All right. Hey, while we're taking a break, subscribe, like, and share. All that fun stuff. That's right, yeah. We're uh, we're we're rolling up the numbers here. We're getting subscribers Over 200. a day. It's fantastic. We're getting subscribers a day, like two of them. It's great. And y'all, we appreciate we you appreciate so much. It. So, if you like our drunken rants and learning about history subscribe uh leave a comment tell us what you want to learn about yep 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 so on to saint petersburg in 1904 1905 around that time frame rasputin would befriend uh father superior of the seven lakes monastery outside of kazan uh he would uh then give him a title right (laughs) the father superior of the seven lakes monastery (laughs) that's a pretty good title uh, Father Superior is going to give him a recommendation to Bishop Sergei, who's also known as uh, Iliador, uh, who is uh, who's kind of a big wig in in the Saint Petersburg scene. He he knows the. Do, the do we know family. why he's known as Iliador when his name's not that uh, at n- all? No, it's just it, like it. His like just know, a nickname. Uh, maybe we're giving people. That's what he goes by. Like that's what everybody <laughs> calls him. But his real name was Sergei. Um, okay. So Sergei or Iligor or whatever. He's a big wig at the Alexander Nevsky Monastery, and you might remember the name Alexander Nevsky from our way back, like second episode, third episode, something like that. Way back in the day, the uh, the Russian war, the, the 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 winter war where they fell into the ice thing. Johnny's mm-hmm. way drunk. Battle of the ice. The Battle of the ice. Johnny's too drunk to remember anything. Um, Isn't that not it? Was yeah, that that's not... it. Yeah, yeah. Battle of the Ice. That's the, that's the yeah, one. Yeah, you're the one that didn't remember that. I didn't. Come on. So son. Th- this recommendation would secure his travel to Saint Petersburg, where um, Rasputin would actually basically be a live-in with Sergei for a little bit. Uh, Sergei and, and and Rasputin would meet the Archmatrodite uh, Theophan, who's the inspector of theology seminary at Saint Petersburg. So. Again, he's getting okay. introduced to these big wigs. This is how he's getting his in. I bet she's about to become the professor of theology and semination. <laughs> so Theophan would be would become his friend, introduce him to the high society, uh, allow him to live in there with him, and Sigor, Segori, Sigori, Ilador, whatever his name is. Rasputin would not give a shit about high society, though, and uh, and would never change his ways. He still never bathed. He would point out women's faults. Like, this is a guy, when you look at a picture, shouldn't be, like, casting a stone about how you look. But he'd be like, He's, uh, like, he's like, oh, she's got sharp knees type Yeah, you deal. got a sharp like knee, you got a big guys, nose. Yeah. yeah, we don't like any of that kind yeah. of stuff. And he would also pick his nose and eat it in public, like, just not giving a crap. You know the guy who's in the car who picks his nose? Come and, on, man. You know, flicks it? Like, I'm No, hey, you're in the car. That's You're in the car. Uh, but he's All doing right. this out in public, like, just not even, not even caring. Right. Uh, he also would, at this point, uh, have a reputation for continuing to take prostitutes to bathhouses where, you know, he would do everything but bathe. He would, take, yeah, he would take them into the bathhouse, get naked, have his way with them, and then leave without ever touching any kind of water or soap or nothing. Uh, so he was, I mean, he wasn't doing anything. He wasn't one of those guys that were like, oh, I went swimming. I don't need to bathe. I don't need a shower. I just, I just got out of a swim. Not even that. Nope. Just He is just, he's just. Just a filthy man. Filthy, filthy, filthy man. Um, in 1905, this shunning of high society actually got him in good graces with a, with a group of sisters called the Crow Sisters. They were Princess uh, Militissa and Anastasia, who are outsiders that married into the Romanov family. As are outs- they, this, 
Are these? Uh, has Disney done these yet? Um, I think I think this is Anastasia from the. I, I don't know if it was a Disney movie, but there was a cartoon Anastasia. There was an Anastasia. Anastasia's yeah. I think it, I think this is the, I think this is that Anastasia. They're called okay. the Crow Sisters because they have really big pointy nose, and you know it's the 1900s. We don't have a lot of good mm-hmm. nicknames yeah. for women. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and and women are objects and don't matter. And, yeah. And we just, so yeah. so these Crow Sisters, being outsiders themselves, like take to Romanov, like uh, you know, not Romanov, sorry, uh, uh, Rasputin, take to him, and they're like, hey. <laughs> We're outsiders. You like to pick your nose. I heard you're. Uh, I heard you're well hung down there. Let's yeah. go to the bathhouse. Love, love them pheromones. <laughs> uh, you're smelling pretty good from ten feet away. So let's get after it. Uh, it's through these sisters that he's actually going to meet Tsar Nicholas on November first, nineteen o five. After this meeting, Rasputin would briefly return home to you know visit the family that Wait, he abandoned. These women knew the Tsar. Yes. Yeah. They're married into the. They're like his, uh, like in laws. They're married into okay. the Romanov family. So this uh, is wild. What connections he has, right? This is how this and these the, the Crow sisters come back. They're, like they're important. So remember the okay. Crow sisters. So uh, after meeting after meeting you know Tsar uh, Nicholas, like just a normal informal like ah I'm a mystic I can heal things and everybody's like oh okay yeah, no they're just like and the the women introducing them to the Tsar like hey this guy's got a big dick <laughs> maybe, love him maybe listen to him uh, so he's gonna you know Rasputin's <laughs> gonna go briefly return home to you know, like I said to visit the family that he abandoned like two years ago and just left like he's gonna guys. visit them now yeah he goes back home and he visits them for a little bit uh, but he does, how what is that interaction like how do you Approach of, they have been gone they for two years. See you like, uh, uh, by now, they don't want anything to do with you. I gotta have some orgies in the basement. <laughs> basement. <laughs> like, anyway, what did you do down here? You threw out all my stuff. I swear to God. Come on, I was gonna use that again. <laughs> Jesus, uh, the balls on this guy. Now, in this time, uh, Zarina Alexandra and Zar Nicholas would have uh, would have a son named Alexei. After multiple, multiple daughters. Uh, so this is their only male heir. And, of course, this is the time when, you know, if you don't have a penis. That's all that matters because women don't matter. Women yeah, don't matter. Right. No, we, yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> of course not. Why would they? Don't it's, quote it's historic not, hindsight not... on that. <laughs> women don't matter. That's not a. That's not going on a T-shirt. I, I mean, okay, sorry, though. But if you want to take a look at history. <laughs> women don't matter. F- tell me that's not a tagline for history. It, it definitely <laughs> It definitely, it definitely, maybe it will be a T-shirt now. Damn it, we, we're not saying it's right. We don't agree with it, but that's that's a tagline for history. Um, now, Alexandra believed that this that this magical baby boy being born was due to her uh, her religious healing mystic, Doctor Philip, which is the funniest name for Doctor Philip, just Doctor Phil. Maybe this is maybe Doctor Phil's a reincarnate of Doctor Phil. He, I mean, the hipper, cooler version. He's not Doctor Philip anymore. He's Dr. Shortened Phil. it. Just Doctor Phil. Uh, he's gonna, you know, he he allegedly prayed over them to have a son. The son was born, but the son is gonna be afflicted with hemophilia, which obviously at this time is not the most known thing. But if you don't know, hemophilia basically means your blood just doesn't clot. So if you get a cut, it could be bad. Yeah, you, you just bleed and bleed, yeah, and bleed and bleed and bleed and bleed. bleed, bleed. Uh, so, uh, so he does have a fl- uh, you know this ailment, this affliction. The family, the the, the that, I, family, can I just say uh, a uh, disease where you bleed excessively is real bad uh, for the second coming of Christ. Well, that's not him. That he doesn't have that disease. This is the well, this oh. is czar's the czar's kid has this disease. The czar's kid. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank God. Yeah, we don't. We want to. We don't. <laughs> you mean thank Rasputin? <laughs> so, uh, so the, their son is afflicted, but the the Romanov family they do do a good job of, or they think they do a good job of keeping it like in house. Like nobody knows little little Alexi is sick. Like nobody knows. So they know something's wrong, but they obviously don't know what it is or why. Right? Exactly. Like, we're not. They're not there yet with medical technology. Exactly. They just exactly. know he's messed up so, somehow. So you remember those crow sisters? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they're going to come back around because they're going to let... You just talked to him about three minutes three ago. Three minutes ago. Well, they're going to let uh, Rasputin know, hey, um, the Romanovs have a son, Alexei. He is a little sickly child who bleeds a lot. Why don't you go up and like introduce yourself again ah, to the to the family and you're you're a mystic healer, right? You can heal with your magical touches. If you can heal a horse, you can heal a young child, right? Right, so the Crow sisters do another introduction to the uh, to the Czar and the Tsarina, and uh, and he's like, "Hey, listen, 
the Virgin Mary, she came down and talked to me again. Uh, again? Again. And she said, I am your only hope at saving your child's life. Me. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Nobody else. Me. I'm yeah. your hope. So around October of 1906, young Alexi's going to get uh, gonna get an injury. He's going to scrape his knee and get like a bad hip or injury, and he's going to just bleed and bleed and bleed. And nope, it's just not working. So, uh, so when Rasputin comes and says, I, I, only me, I am your savior. I can do it. They're like, all right, well, I guess, I guess give it a shot. I mean, you can't. I mean, yeah, at some point when you have a sick child, it's, you're going to allow everybody who claims they can help heal him to heal him. So Rasputin goes into the, into the room and gets everybody out, says, oh, doctors leave, family leave, everybody has to leave so I can perform. He can only heal in front of nobody. In front of nobody. He's got to concentrate so much. Is that, is that what it is? That's what it is. He's doing that. Got to pull all that power down from God. And after a few weeks, magically, all of a sudden, like Alexei's healing, like the cut is healing and his, his his hip is getting better. How long? But, you know, a couple weeks or so. You know, he starts a couple to heal. weeks. So, so what? Multiple it, weeks. <laughs> pass. So, what it boils down to, and they're like, it's because of him, it's because not of him. just because of time. Well, what it what it boils down to, what most modern doctors think when they look back at this unexplainable thing is, it wasn't unexplainable. First, the doctors were giving, of course not. Uh, they were giving him aspirin, so giving an aspirin a blood they're giving to blood thinner to a dude whose blood <laughs> won't clot isn't isn't helping so uh when when rasputin did they try did out, they try having him wash it down with whiskey too <laughs> maybe so when rasputin comes and kicks the doctors out he gets rid of the aspirin regimen uh he also stops the doctors from like making him get up and walk around so like he's like no just lay down and rest for a little bit so his magical healing is for a scrape is don't give him aspirin and just let him like just let him be and he'll heal. Let let his body <laughs> figure his it out. <laughs> but this, the, but the but the Romanovs like they're this hooked. is like this they're is hooked. this is he sitcom saved their kid. This is sitcom level stupid style levels of yeah. It, it's just it, the thing that everybody was doing to him was killing him and then somebody came in and they're like uh, you have to stop that but not because i said so and think so just because i need space and time with him and he's just like uh just sleep let your body do it i don't know yeah i'm gonna put my hand on your head like i did a horse once <laughs> but to, but and but like i said but to the czar and the czarina this was this was like this was like holy shit he, he's the real deal. No, it's progress, I suppose. It's uh, uh, it's it's helped because um, Tsar Nicholas befriends uh, Rasputin. Uh, they become buddy buddies, and and uh, and you know, Tsar Nicholas, he's a czar man, so he's got he's got headaches. He's running the country. You know, like he's got his own set of ailments. Like this is stressful, life's tough. Right? Yeah, life's tough. So Rasputin introduces him to um to, to cocaine and opium. Oh, and they get high together. And I'm sure they never went into any bathhouse together to 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 mingle with 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 locals. Uh, and well, over... no, they would have been going in there to bathe, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Shit. No, not that. <laughs> uh... And uh, and if you know anything about opium, it's uh, it's pretty addictive shit. So um, so it didn't take long. Also for... cocaine. And also, also cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Also Co- can cocaine's, we... cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all... <laughs> uh, so so eventually the czar's like. Man, when Rasputin's not around and we're not getting blazed out of our minds, I have a lot of. <laughs> I'm real sad. <laughs> I needed to come great. back. So, Weird. so he started coming more and more and more often. And in Alexandra, you know, Zarina Alexandra, she's the same thing. Like she's like, I've got headaches too. Can I have some? Yes, you can. And and when they would get high together, there was rumors that they were, you know, euphoria together. Uh, I mean. You, what, you you're saying that I'm a saying the song early 1900s say, uh, doing cocaine and opium together. You're saying they might got a little rowdy. They got a little rowdy. Might have uh, might have let their instincts take over a yeah, little bit. Might have uh, gotten rid of any inhibitions they had yeah. before they did opium and cocaine, which also uppers downers mixing. Not great. No, not but, great. But yeah, they're, they're, doing, they're doing the uppers and downers. And so the rumor came flying around that uh, that Rasputin was the lover of the Russian queen. You know, that's where the song comes from. Um, he also started getting really, really close to uh, to Nicholas's daughters. And um, 
Hmm. And the nanny's like, I don't know if I like this because the the older daughters have started going through puberty, so they're at the ripe age of you know like doing things. And Rasputin's like, they're call like it's it's a little weird. So Rasputin yeah. starts calling. Oh. Yeah, Rasputin starts calling uh, Tsar Nicholas and uh, Tsarina Alexandra, mommy and daddy, uh, which makes the whole orgy thing a little bit more like. Mm, weird like that's not poppy not hey poppy it just mommy and daddy yeah. that's weirder and yeah. then and then and then you know then he so then the kids are like well he's our best friend he's just our big brother like let's let him sleep in bed with us uh, rasputin is going to get accused of rape by a maid who alexandra fires because why, how dare she lie about being raped by rasputin I mean, right. And then the nanny suspicions kept growing and growing and growing because uh, quite literally at this point, Rasputin's sharing the bed with the daughters. And uh, and so she goes up to, to Zarina and says, maybe don't let this guy you know very little this about. This grown-ass like, man? lay in the bed with your fucking daughters. He's a grown-ass man at this time, right? Yeah, grown-ass man. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can call anybody you want, Mommy and Daddy, if you're 40 years old or whatever the fuck. Like, what? Good God. What is wrong with... So, you know what happens... Okay, the... all right, all right. Russian czars and stuff. Is it is it one of those inbred things? Family? Like, um, I don't think whatever? The, I don't think the Romanovs was super... In, in, I mean, it's, and with any royalty, they're, I'm sure there was some line just of inbreeding. Power-hungry, dumb, didn't care? No, like, how are the... you, how is this... He's happening. Got, he's got like some kind of magical hold over them, and that magic. What, what is? Oh, magical? oh yeah, the opium and cocaine. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. He's addiction. Drug yeah. Yes, addiction. Yeah. And so they're whoring out their children for yeah. opium and cocaine. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. 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 Sounds like sounds like my old job, which I don't have to worry about <laughs> past tomorrow. By the time you you listen to this, I'm no longer doing that garbage. Anyways, so uh, so now we you know so the the nanny comes up to to Alexandra and is like, hey, like don't let him do that. Can you guess what happens to the nanny? I uh, I'm guessing she's promoted and given some type of position of power. Fired and off turning. to Siberia. Oh. Oh, to Siberia! Get away! Get out of here! Not, even, not even, not even, just fired. Like yeah, fired, yeah, yeah. and also you're going <laughs> you're to go live in a slum. So this is going to uh, this is going to lead to um, our, our first assassination attempt of Rasputin, which gets him the credit oh. of the the man that's never going to die. Uh, and and this this these things that happen to him are are actually really pretty remarkable. Um, so his religious atrocities didn't didn't you know didn't go very well with the religious aristocracy like him running around town don't going, going i see demons and then i am the second coming everybody and, and they're like yeah uh we don't we don't like that and um and so yeah. do you remember you remember iliador the the guy who kind of got him into the position where he's at yeah yep. iliador's like i don't like you um you can't go around saying that you see demons and then claim to be the second coming of christ it's a little it's a little counter, yeah. and I don't like that you're having sex with everybody, including the Romanovs' kids. You probably shouldn't be doing that. And so they, they claim that his power over people and his healing abilities are actually coming from the devil. So Iliador and another priest, uh, uh, oh. they, they ambush Rasputin and beat him with a wooden crucifix to, like, a bloody pulp. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I say we're going to yeah. beat the devil out of you, and quite right, that's how you do it. Yeah, you know, to, everybody knows. Yeah, try to open beat up the, a book. Yeah, try like, to beat the devil of how to beat the devil out of people. Um, it's with a a cross. But instead of beating the devil out of him, he ran back to mommy and daddy and said, "Hey, uh, those guys are trying to kill me." So they would naturally Fair. be, uh, you know, be exiled out to uh, to Siberia. Although Iliador, <sighs> uh, he's Come he's on. yeah, he's going to dress like a woman and escape, so he doesn't actually have to. Go to Siberia, like he he gets out. I think it's like Sweden is one of those Nordic countries. He gets away. That's some Shakespeare stuff, right? Yeah, there. Like, like that's like <laughs> this big bearded man dressing like a woman, <laughs> dressing as a woman yeah. to it to his. I imagine him sitting on a train, like six foot five, sitting now, there with a little like scarf over his head. Yeah. Now, now later, um, it turns out that Rasputin wasn't wrong because Iliador was in fact trying to kill him because what Iliador does huh. next after being uh, uh, excommunicated, you know, whatever, ousted, leave, you know, you know, uh, he's, he's going to, um, well, Rasputin is going to go back home to visit his family again. 
So we got that. So while he's on his way back home to visit his family again, Iliador hires a prostitute, a a, a noseless prostitute named Guseva on July 12th. I'm sorry, strange choice for a noseless, noseless woman. Yeah, yeah, and there's I'll, I'll I should hopefully have a picture up of her. Yeah, definitely like disfigured, absolutely no nose. Although, I guess at that time, with no sense of smell. Rasputin might be a might, might be, okay. be a gem. Yeah, he might be a gem. So, um, so on July twelfth, nineteen fourteen, Rasputin sees this noseless prostitute. He's like, "Hey, hey. <laughs> no sense of smell. You look, you look like, <laughs> like, like, you look like it might be another uh, a good time." Uh, but as he approaches her, she stabs him in the stomach multiple times. Actually, reaches her hand in, grabs a hunk of intestines, and just rips it out, and and leaves him for dead. But somehow he doesn't die. He gets to a Siberian hospital, gets sewed up, somehow doesn't get an infection, and 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 lives. I'm sold. You know, in 1914, this dude, this dude was the second coming. He just touched down in the wrong part of the world. <laughs> it's for that, for being stabbed in the stomach, intestines ripped out. This is like this is the movie Brave. Also, also, where also, disemboweling. I'm sorry. If you're set out to kill somebody, you never leave them to die. Yeah, no, you keep you keep going until they don't move anymore. You make sure they're dead until you leave them. <laughs> There's that. Like what? This is how, all right. I I can't wait to hear about all of the lives that could have been altered and made better uh, had this lone assassin simply finish the job. Pull the intestines out. It's fine. Whoosh, slice him in half? He's not coming back from that. No, yeah, if you cut the intestines, you're, yeah, you're good, because he's, 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 we didn't have the technology in 1914 to fix that. Now, um, I will spoiler alert a little bit here for you, Johnny. All the lies that would have been made better. Um, inadvertently, her not killing him uh, results in the the revolution of Russia, the 1917 revolution. Oh, which inadvertently leads to communism in Russia, which inadvertently leads to Stalin and all the fun stuff that happens in World War II, which, which inadvertently is, oh, leads are... us to, you know, Putin oh. today. So uh, so the, the the answer is countless lives could have been saved if, if she actually did the job the right way. Ah, oh, imagine. Imagine the afterlife exists. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she's looking down. <laughs> <laughs> on everything that she did she's like I with perspective up. clarity everything just being like oh, all i had to do it was like just was after the stomach the and the ripping was a little to the throat that's it <laughs> and i didn't do it i wanted to suffer or whatever so while oh. he's uh while he's you know recuperating in, in in siberia uh also right around july 12th 1914 there were some other events that happened including you know some grand duke somewhere getting shot by some you know serbian guy and the whole world war one thing kicks off oh so so that assassination uh attempt or or assassination of arch with the arch arch uh, franz ferdinand franz ferdinand oh wait they're not just no that has they're not just an early 2000s rock band no no they're not an early 2000s rock band they're not just yeah but that has nothing to do with this other than they happened at at, you know in the in the same time frame but while gives you some perspective of when this was yeah was going going on on. so so while he's healing uh world war one kicks off and uh and and czar nicholas is like yeah i finally have my chance to prove i'm a man by killing people yeah but not me no him no other him. He's, people he's gonna go to... like he's gonna go he's gonna go yeah, he's gonna go okay all right uh and, all right, and fair enough and rasputin's like maybe maybe you don't want to do that because um like what the hell does an assassination of a duke and Austria have anything to do with Russia, but like, sure, like go if you want, I guess, but it's hey, going to be your downfall. So Rasputin an opportunity trying, is an yeah, opportunity. Rasputin is trying to warn him, but but Nicholas is like, screw you, I'm going anyways, which actually wound up in Rasputin's favor because what happens is when Rasputin's healed, he goes back to St. Petersburg and becomes by default the Czar of Russia because while Nicholas is out fighting, uh, Rasputin's at home putting it to the to the Russian queen, so. He starts to lead, and the people around him are starting so, to go. Wait, so, 
Did the queen's husband go off and die, or just go off and fight? Well, Nicholas is going to die, but not 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 in the war. Not now. Not now. So, so he's just off fighting. He's trying to lead the army. Yeah. Yep. 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 And yep. leading, being like, I'm going to be a hands-on leader. Yep. In the meantime, Rasputin comes and be like, Well, I'm schlepping your wife, so I'm going to go ahead and just start running things too, because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to put myself in all the positions that you were current. Uh, Previously. All the all the positions, yes. You're, I like your phrasing there, Johnny. Good, good. So, um, so it doesn't take long before the people in Russia are like, I don't like, I don't like. Why is this why dude that's stopping this other dude's wife who's trying to actually fight for our country? Why is he in charge of making decisions? And 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 I can understand the confusion. Yeah, and and millions of Russians are dying on the front. Uh, bread price doubles and triples during this time frame. Uh, so the people... In Which, Russia, the I, I, for everybody at home, uh, at the time, bread was literally the only thing anybody could buy even, yeah. in anywhere in the world. Which is why bread prices is always what they use to uh, talk about what's going on with the economy. Yep. So uh, all the poor peasants are like, I'm starving. I'm dying in a war that makes no damn sense. We have some crazy mystic stripping a wife and making all the rules why the czar is off doing yeah, we got stepdad coming in here telling us that he's gonna that he's in charge now we gotta follow his rules we don't want that so uh you know like they're like they're like maybe maybe we don't want to tolerate this and of course if this is what the like the low people are thinking imagine what the aristocracy is thinking like this guy who doesn't bathe and smells like ass and picks his nose and Stuffing all of our daughters. Okay, so I imagine if this is anything like, like America, the the aristocracy loves this guy. No, they hate him. They hate him. Oh, um, so it's not like America at all and Rasputin, in any way, shape, or Rasputin form. Rasputin knows that he's not really well liked by the aristocracy, and he warns uh, 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 Tsar Nicholas. He says, "Listen, if any of your family or members of the aristocracy kill me." Your whole family is going to die because the people are going to rise up against you. Now, what he meant to say is the people are rising up against you because I'm a shit leader and have taken over. But when your family kills me to try to, like, instill some level of normalcy, yeah. they're going to still kill you because, you know, they're already pissed off. Is, uh, so it's basically just like you're you're waiting to – I'm a powder keg. Yeah. There's a powder keg. You can light me. You'll get rid of me. Uh, you're coming with me. But everybody's covered kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of like that. So, uh, so enter a, a group of nobles led by Prince Felix Yusupov. So Yusupov is a family member of the Romanov family. So he's a, he's a, you know, he's a prince, Prince Felix Yusupov. He has his rich friends, and they're like, we've had enough of this garbage. So they lure Rasputin to Yusupov's house under the guise that, hey, Tsarina Alexandria, she's she's not feeling great. So we need you to come over here and like, you know cheer her up okay yeah so when he's in the house on december 30th 1916 uh they're like oh well she's upstairs waiting while you wait for for her to be ready for you to come and you know cheer her up uh why don't you eat these cakes and wine we totally didn't do anything to the cakes yeah. and wine just eat them don't Have don't them. worry about these oh no no, no, no that one no, no this one's yours this one is uh especially for you it's more full it's, so it's, these uh, so it's better. These cakes are laced with cyanide, and the, and oh, the wine is laced say. with cyanide. And he's not dying. He's eating the cakes like this is good shit. That's a secret. He's been he's been dosing cyanide for the past twenty years. That's, it's the it's micro dosing. Yeah, it's a princess bride. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so the trick is I poison both cups. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so you suppose like, shit, this isn't working. So he goes and grabs his revolver and shoots him in the chest and kicks him down the, the chest stairs. Again, what, what, I, what, did they not know how bodies worked in the early 1900s? They bigger, knew how to kill people by then. It's a bigger target. They were killing plenty of people, but they're, they, they shot him in the chest now this is where the one miracle, time I imagine right. This is where the whole miracle of like him being alive and stuff starts to come through. But remember, he got shot. In the no, chest shoot him in the once. head. See if he survives. He gets shot in the chest once, kicked down the kicked down the, the flight of stairs in the basement, and then the whole group of conspirators decide, well, we gotta like, we gotta cover our tracks a little bit. So they take um, uh, Rasputin's vehicle and they drive it back to Rasputin's house uh, so that it looks like you know to the average person on the street who gives a shit that. 
Oh, well, he came home for the night. So after they, you know, drop the car back off at Rasputin's to cover their tracks, they go back to the house, mm-hmm. and Yusupov is, uh, he's like, well, maybe maybe, maybe Rasputin's not dead. So he goes back down to the basement to check on Rasputin. Rasputin's sitting there, and all of a sudden his eyes fly open, and he's just beating the shit out of Yusupov. And Yusupov's like, ah, it's a zombie, and runs out. And goes and to wait, the- wait, so he doesn't kill him? So he didn't He doesn't, he- like... Like, I know, like, like R- Rasputin's up and he's fighting. He's, he's, but he has he's a ready gun bullet in he his chest. Doesn't bullet matter. in his chest. Doesn't matter. He's fighting. And so Yusupov runs outside to all the other conspirators, like, ah, it's a fucking zombie. And Rasputin's like, rah, rah, Rasputin, lover of the, as he's coming out doing his little fucking Russian dance. <laughs> yeah. He had to have been just so hopped up on cocaine all the time. He's like, Dah! Like did he did he invent PCP? <laughs> he might have. And so all the conspirators are like ah shit, and they take the guns out and they shoot him three more times, including once in the head. Now finally, now someone shoots gotta, him in the head. He's got to be dead, right? So they roll his ass up in a rug and they huck him off uh, off of a bridge into the river. And they're like, he doesn't survive this. Job done. Job done. Tommy, he doesn't survive that. <laughs> Job's done. So, right? Uh, Job is done. So obviously, they, they did what I told them to do earlier, which was finish it. Yeah. And I'm sorry, three times shot, once in the head, yeah, he should be, rolled he should up be. rug in a river. Yeah, so... Um, That's finishing the job. Again, remember speculation here. But any case, um, so Rasputin's famous enough that people are like, Rasputin's missing. <laughs> Something fucky's going on. So Rasputin's body is going to be found under the ice on January 1st. And allegedly... When his body was found and pulled out of the ice, his arms were up as if he was clawing at the ice to get out. Or just yeah, or he just was thrown or into just, a rug like this and rolled up and then thrown into an icy river. I'm just I'm giving you the I'm giving you the story, Johnny. You okay. decide what you want. After they okay. did an autopsy, they did find out that there was water in the lungs, suggesting that he was alive when they hucked him in the river. Although, really, what it boils down to is he got shot in the fucking chest, and water just kind of happened to go in the bullet hole. But right, yeah, maybe, or yeah, yeah, or maybe, or maybe he just uh, survived uh, four gunshots, one to the head, cyanide and... poisoning. They also did the autopsy yeah. did find cyanide poisoning, so it wasn't like he he didn't like. So he was legit he, Princess he, Brighting it. He legit like ingested cyanide and didn't didn't die outright from the cyanide now uh because of all because okay okay because his body was so used to just drugs amounts of cocaine and just awful and things and it's like hey our, oh shit you're doing this again all right fine i'll start pressing whatever i'll get on it like that's now, uh, what was going on like now, god rasputin accurately predicted like after i die Shit's gonna hit the fan, and oh my god, the Russian okay. Revolution happened that nobody could have seen coming. And yeah, so, you know, the yeah, whole Romanov yeah. family gets kind of from the whole, you know, yep, Russian Revolution happen. thing. Uh, also, that prediction, like, I'm gonna go ahead and make that prediction before I die, too. Yeah, right. If you die, if I die, everybody that's responsible is gonna die. Everything's gonna get bad after I die. Like, literally, every single celebrity that died in the past four, five, six years, whatever. We could have said that about, and we would have been right. Yeah, we would have been right. So uh, because I, turns out people are just trash, and um, and and we're running this world into the ground. After cheers, the, uh, cheers. Yeah, after the fall of the uh, the czar, you know the the, the Romanov family, um, things aren't going great in Russia. But what the new Russian no, the well, new, good thing World War One will probably help them, right? Yeah, it's still going on. Uh, so the new Russian government that gets over like the, the Russia after the 1917 revolution, look it up and we'll do an episode on it. Cause it's crazy. But yeah, this new I'm government was afraid that the, uh, that the, the, the supporters of the Romanov family would view Rasputin's uh, gravesite as like this holy place, this pilgrimage zone. And we can't have that. So they, uh, they so, decided, so they were afraid they were going to deify him. They were afraid they were going to deify him. So they decided to dig up Rasputin's body and cremate him and just fucking scatter his ashes. So at least there's not a rallying point uh, for, for, you know, for Rasputin. Um, so they scattered his ashes in multiple places throughout the country, I assume? No, they just, well, I think they just kind of just dumped him out in an undisclosed location. Like, we don't care. He's cremated, whatever. Hmm. Hmm. Um, but uh, allegedly... The conspirators had cut off uh, Rasputin's um, uh, penis. 
Wait, with the people who were trying to get rid of them? The original, the original killers had allegedly cut it off, and then Why? had allegedly. I don't know because he's raping all their daughters, probably John. Okay. I don't. So, oh, so probably a pre-killing torture type mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. maybe. And uh, and in Saint Petersburg, there is a museum where there is an alleged Rasputin mm. penis. Uh, fun fact, though, there were actually four alleged penises floating around claiming to be the one true Rasputin penis. Uh, yeah, here's, it, a, here, here's a thing. I uh, I sent you a, uh, or you sent me the picture of it. Dude's got a gross dick. It's a gross dick. Yeah, although it's to be gross. fair, it, to be fair, it is 100 years old and pickled at this point, So, but still. I mean, I can't help gross. that. All I can do is judge on the evidence that I've seen. Yeah, it is gross. Gross uh, dick, dude. Likely though those uh, those four penises floating around are all fake because the uh, the original coroner said Who? like dude's penis was intact when I buried him. Whose whose penis is? Do I don't I don't know. Jeff. <laughs> like, <laughs> like some some poor sap is there dead deceased nobody penis floating around somebody claiming that that is rasputin somebody else's yeah although who's ever proud or i don't know who's well the size i guess would make you proud but um i don't know it looks it looks like it it had a couple of um sexually transmitted diseases on it at some point ah you don't say it 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 looks rough there's still some pubes floating around (laughs) this is gonna get us banned on youtube (laughs) Yeah, probably. The, the, the explicit it's it's going to be tagged about, as pornographic probably. because you're describing uh, Rasputin's uh, disgusting uh, member. We, we do not encourage at all any of you after listening to this to go home and Google Rasputin's penis. No, but I do encourage everybody to go ahead and uh, set up a way to pickle your own penis after your death so that your lore may also live on forever. Mine will not be that impressive. Ah, it doesn't have to be. Get a tiny mason jar. That's it for this week in Historic Hindsight. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and join us next week when we talk about Prohibition.